0: Hey, I'm Kayla. As a mom working from home, life is crazier than ever, especially on days like these. But I'm still ruling my day thanks to Metro. Metro gave me an awesome phone and tablet. Now my son can get his homework done on the tablet without needing to borrow my laptop. Plus, with Metro, Amazon Prime is included, so I can access great deals and discounts on School Essentials. And get them delivered in no time with unlimited free shipping. All while keeping an eye on my son to make sure he finishes his online practice tests before he starts watching his favorite Amazon Originals. Right now, get a new phone and tablet on us when you switch to Metro, the number one brand in prepaid. Plus, enjoy high-speed data on both devices with one Amazon Prime membership included for just $75 a month. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. I'm Kayla, and that's how I rule my day with Metro with new lines of service after rebate redemption plus sales tax and activation fee. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members on select rate plans. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 a month cost. Restrictions apply.
1: What's going on, guys? Rich Butler here, and this episode of Toys and Tech of the Trade is going to be a little different than some of the other shows that we've done. As many of you know, Toys and Tech of the Trade showcases the toys and tech of the trade of creators, uh, whether it's vloggers, podcasters, video creators, bloggers, entrepreneurs—you name it—we discuss it. And it's not just the tech that we talk about, but also the toys that bring a smile to this to these creators' faces. And it's not just action figures, or collectibles, or Funko Pops, but it could be anything, cars, guns, Um, you'd be surprised what some people consider their toys. And while we usually deconstruct that, and we talk a little bit about what those toys and that tech do to allow them to create content, it got me thinking about the show in general and what I can provide for you. Uh, In addition to obviously sharing these creator stories and the gadgets and gear and the toys that they use uh, in their day-to-day lives, I also realize that this show can also serve to educate you, the listener, um, as to toys and tech of the trade that are on our radar that may be worthwhile for you. So this episode is going to be a little different as I have decided to do the first of what I hope will be an annual Toys and Tech of the Trade Holiday Gift Guide. Now, obviously, it's easy to do a gift guide and write it up and link to affiliates and, you know, hope you guys buy something. And, you know, obviously, we make some affiliate revenue on it. But I wanted to go a little deeper in regards to that because, of course, full transparency is always a lot of the links that we share are affiliate links, which obviously we receive a small commission on when you make a purchase through any of the sites that we're partnered with, whether it's Amazon or Entertainment Earth, or Rip the Paril or any of those brands, you know, that those commissions go to sometimes our hosts on the Rageworks Network. Sometimes it goes towards uh, new equipment, whether it's better microphones, new mixers, etc. cetera. Uh, you know, as always, I try to keep you guys fully in the know with regards to that. Always full disclosure with this stuff. But what I did want to do was talk about, uh, just real quick, you know ten ten items that are on my radar for this holiday season that I have found myself recommending to different people uh whether it's fellow creators or just the one or two family members that hit me up because they know I'm a nerd and I mess around with all these different gadgets as well as other people that are just looking for some ideas. so you know, I figured I'd turn on the microphone, throw something out there for you guys, and maybe you guys like it, maybe you don't as always. Uh, let me know your feedback, but in any case, let's get the ball rolling. like I said, I wanna give you maybe ten eleven tops uh gadgets and toys that I recommend for the twenty eighteen holiday season. uh the first one is the mod mic. Uh, I'm recommending the mod mic because few reasons. I actually met with some representatives of the company uh, a couple of months back uh before my daughter was born. And they were kind enough to give me a mod mic for review. And I'm going to actually be releasing, and this is going to be something that's going to be recurring on the Toys and Tech of the Trade podcast. We're going to be doing uh, audio reviews. Now, of course, you're probably saying to yourself, but why would I want to hear an audio review when a video review would do better? Um, Sometimes you just don't have access to YouTube and you want to hear something easily digestible. So we are going to be doing uh, audio product reviews very small, maybe 10, 15 minutes, uh, high points, low points of a product, et cetera. So I figured I would use this, uh, episode to announce that. But the mod mic is interesting because it is actually a microphone that you can attach to any headset. Now, if you're a content creator, whether it's a podcaster or a streamer, you know that the marriage between your microphone and your headphones is very, very, very important. Uh, For me, I use uh, some Audio-Technica M50s to monitor my audio. You can make note of that. And um, I podcast with a Rode Procaster. But sometimes if I'm doing a stream on Facebook or sharing a stream uh, through other means, I don't want to have to wire up the big microphone and turn on the mixer. Um, Sometimes I just want something quick and painless. But I don't want a headset mic. I don't want to deal with something you know usb i mean you can but sometimes you don't want that and on top of that sometimes you want to just keep using your headphones so what the mod mic does is that you actually put a small uh, magnetic attachment to your head your favorite headphones and you can actually attach a microphone right to it and turn any of your favorite headphones into a headset mic now, the unit that I was given is a wired unit, but the beauty of it is that you can actually uh, utilize that, obviously, for uh, podcasts, live streams, et cetera, just by plugging it into your PC. But in addition to that, if you're in a more professional setting or you're a podcaster on the go, or even just someone that wants to limit the amount of equipment they have, the mod mic can be attached via an XLR adapter, to the mixer of your choice, which is a nice touch. Um, the beauty of that is that, like I said, you use your favorite headphones, whatever they may be, whether they're the highest of the high or the lowest of the low, you could just slap your microphone on there. The mod mic is very nice. You'll you'll see that and you'll, well, I'll be honest, you'll listen to that in our in our upcoming review and also see it on the site as well. But I definitely want to recommend it because it really is easy on the wallet and allows you to just keep using your favorite pair of headphones. The wired version, uh the one that we had was a has a 69.95 uh retail and they recently came out with a wireless version which is a little bit more at 119. um but again, it's wireless, full convenience. You can attach it to any headphones, any headphones and um you know, get get some great audio and you know, just keep your footprint very small. So definitely a shout out to to the crew at um, Mod Mike for just creating awesome, awesome stuff. I'm going to put links to that. Uh, those are not going to be affiliate links in the show notes for this episode. But if you're looking to get into podcasting or you want to do something very small without a huge investment for Twitch live streams or maybe you're doing Facebook live or even Instagram live or things like that and you want something you know, cheap and easy. Uh the Mod Mic has good quality audio, just solid construction and is a nice way to merge your favorite headphones with any microphone, in this case the Mod Mic. On the console front, we recently released a uh video game gift guide on the RageWorks site, but for those of you that don't like to read, <laughs> um I definitely want to throw some console recommendations out there for the holiday season for a couple of different reasons. Uh the PlayStation Four probably gets one of my top recommendations just because Sony has been hitting it out of the park with a a slew of amazing amazing games um whether it's Spider man or God of War uh Sony definitely upped the ante this year, and you know with the rumors surrounding the quote unquote PlayStation Five or whatever other new hardware is on the horizon the p s four is definitely still Still holding on strong and maintains a strong, strong, strong hold on the top spot when it comes to consoles this year. And um, definitely a solid investment if you want to add the PlayStation to uh, your home, whether it's for a loved one or even for yourself. There is such a great library of titles. And if you spend a little extra money, get the PlayStation Plus membership, you get free games as part of that membership perk. Which allows you to just play some some really great games. You usually get uh, one or two good games. Sometimes there's some duds in there, but it's free games based on you know whether you're opting for the monthly or yearly subscription. And the amount the amount of great titles really does outweigh the amount of crappy ones that get released. So definitely PS4 top console recommendation for the holiday season. Um, I kind of want to say that sharing that top spot is the Nintendo switch Uh Nintendo really turned gaming on its head by creating a fun console that allowed you to enjoy your favorite games, not only in the comfort of your own home, but also on the go. In addition to that strong third party support has been tremendous for this title. Uh, you know, companies like Capcom putting out street fighter, um, you know, it's it's something that really, you know, 2K putting out NBA 2K, it's, it's definitely something that really made uh, the Nintendo Switch a great primary or secondary console for a lot of my fellow gamers. And as a fellow Switch owner, I've definitely taken it with me on a trip or two, especially on a business trip, um, playing Super Mario Odyssey on one trip to Vegas that I did, um, you know, playing Street Fighter on the go. It's definitely cool. I really wish Nintendo definitely would add a little bit more in terms of just, you know, alternate uses. I think that, you know, with the announcement that Netflix and, you know, YouTube obviously are are things that people are going to be very, very into. I think that allowing that to work smoothly on a console like the Switch is key just because it, again, eliminates just so many hardware redundancies when you're traveling and the Switch is just a, a great console from start to finish. I was really impressed with Nintendo. And I thought that they weren't going to be able to bounce back after the Wii and the Wii U. But damn, the, uh, the Nintendo Switch is an awesome console. And I definitely feel that if the PS4 is not something you're into and you want something a little bit more uh, portable, the Nintendo Switch is a must. Now, you're probably saying to yourself, Rich, why aren't you talking about the Xbox? Um, here's the thing, you know, I own an Xbox one S and an Xbox one X. Um, I have one in the studio for streaming and one in my, in my bedroom. And I think that Xbox and PlayStation, you know, they both have great titles. I just feel that Sony just was just a stronger, stronger company this year with regards to the stuff they were putting out. That's not to say that the Xbox one is a terrible console not by any means there's really great games on there uh but one of the things that i particularly like is that the xbox consoles can play 4k uh, blu-rays so if you are making the move to ultra hd and you got yourself a nice 4k tv for christmas or are holding out to pick one up during super bowl season uh, definitely an xbox one x is a wonderful addition uh, especially if you want to start adding some 4K Blu-rays to your collection, there's so many great titles out there. Um, a lot of the stuff that Marvel's putting out, some of their Marvel Studios films are just stellar in 4K. Uh, I recently picked up The Lion King in 4K, and it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful transfer. Um, again, it's not something that's going to make this a must-have, but one of the things I like is that Microsoft, you know, obviously releases. Uh, A lot of updates for their consoles and that actually improves um, in many cases the Blu-ray capabilities or in this case the Ultra HD capabilities. So if you want to get yourself a a 4K Blu-ray but are also looking for a console, the Xbox definitely checks off both of those. My next recommendation, even though it is primarily used in the gaming space, uh, definitely has moved itself into something I use every day. And that is the Elgato stream deck. Now the Elgato stream deck at a glance, you'd look at it and you're just like, okay, I have a little, you know, it's a little square with a bunch of small buttons, uh, five buttons in a row that you can program to do different things. If you're a streamer, you know that you can do it to um, you know, you can map it to stream starting, be right back, et cetera, and a host of other things. You can launch programs with it. But as a podcaster, I have actually found it incredibly useful to launch, uh, various audio editing programs, uh, certain other commands, uh, someone who edits like me using multiple programs. It's, it's definitely a, a godsend, especially in a multi-monitor environment, such as mine, it's easy to just be working and typing on one, click a button on the Stream Deck to launch a program and I don't have to worry about stopping what I'm doing, going through the desktop or possibly through the Microsoft uh you know the the menu on the side because I'm a Windows user. It's just real easy. The Stream Deck comes in two configurations. There's the standard configuration and then there's also a smaller uh configuration with a retail price of $100. Um, Like I said, it's not just for streamers. I think that if you are a, a content creator, especially in the podcasting space, there's so many different applications for it. I know a lot of people have been looking to use the stream deck to launch sound effects and drops for their shows, and I believe that that's on the horizon. I've seen some workarounds right now, but in terms of just someone who wants to be able to launch programs quickly and can just map different buttons... Uh, the Stream Deck is a worthy, worthy addition to your toolkit. Now, moving away from, you know, podcasting and video games, I want to talk about the smart home. Um, a lot of people are really starting to embrace uh, different elements of smart home technology, whether it's a smart thermostat or Philips Hue bulbs or smart plugs or adapters. But one of the things that's really become the centerpiece for a lot of people is the alexa and google home ecosystem as someone who uses both there's pros and cons for both systems um i will say though that google home recently stepped it up with a google home hub which is roughly about a 149 i've seen it on sale on black friday for 99 and there was a, a um a special recently for 129 and it's just a you know just a monitor slapped on top of a smart speaker that doesn't have very good audio but the beauty of of something like the Google Home Hub that doesn't have a camera by the way which is nice if you're if you're worried about you know being spied on or it being hacked uh what i like about it particularly is just the easy access to my schedule or weather or you know if you got to pull up you know a recipe or set a timer or in my case, especially, one of the things I use it for is for my Nest cameras. I have Nest cameras for, um, you know, home surveillance. And one of the coolest things given Nest's relationship with Google is just being able to pull up your camera right on the Google Home Hub. Uh, as someone with a multi-monitor uh, setup, one of the things I always end up doing usually is having a tab open so that I can view my camera. Uh, the Google Home Hub serves that purpose very 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 well amongst obviously all the other smart home features turning on the lights lowering the thermostat etc you can do that um amazon and their echo uh hardware is great too i have a couple of echo dots in my home recently got the echo spot Uh, my wife received it as a gift and it's a it's a very nice competent capable alarm clock that also can be used for, you know, video calling through Amazon, and you can get flash briefings, watch little videos, etc. It's it's nice, you know, it's just a, a smarter alarm clock if you want to use it for that, but I, you know, in terms of the ecosystem that Amazon provides, you know, Echo Dots are great, you can score one for 30 bucks, and again, you can add various Alexa skills, things like turning on and off your lights, unlocking doors if you have smart locks, lowering your thermostat, depending on which one it is. Obviously, you have to definitely check your boxes and instructions to make sure it's compatible, but I think that both systems definitely are competent. But if you are looking to do something in the Google space, I cannot recommend the the Hub enough. Uh, like I said, the the screen is just a welcome addition. You can throw it in the kitchen, pull up recipes, Uh, maybe videos, maybe you want to stream some music. It's definitely a nice piece of hardware to have in a kitchen area or even a living room. Uh, For me, the hub resides in my office, like I said. And if you have Nest cameras, it is definitely a welcome addition. Also, I will add that if you have a Nest doorbell, you'll be able to see your doorbell feed as well via the Google Home Hub. So definitely those are two recommendations I wanted to throw out there. And I, as I mentioned before, the Nest Outdoor Camera is compatible with the Google Home Hub. And as someone who, you know, has added quite a few of them in my home uh, for various reasons, you know, various personal reasons, I definitely like the Nest Outdoor Cameras. They are they're a little bit on the pricey side. I paid, uh, I believe it was, uh, one twenty nine for mine on sale, but I think the usual. MSRP is one ninety nine, and then the newer one, the Nest Cam IQ, which has both indoor and outdoor versions, is definitely a lot more. But I like the ability to, you know, be the ability to have uh, instant access to being able to see my home wherever I am, uh, whether I'm, you know, driving to the store or traveling abroad. I'm just able to pull up my front door, see what's going on. Uh, obviously, you get alerts. You can set up different zones if somebody. Um, you know, hops your fence or comes on your property unannounced, you'll get an alert. And the beauty of it is that there is a uh, two-way microphone and speaker system that you will be able to obviously listen to sounds and voices, et cetera, but you can also respond. So let's say a delivery guy comes to your door and you see him on your Nest camera. You can just uh, hit the microphone on your mobile device and say, hey, you know, leave the package at the front door, leave it in the back, et cetera and you know it's just a nice a nice piece of of hardware to have especially you know back in the day you had to pay an arm and a leg for you know ADT or Slowmans or any other home security systems but at least now you can add a little bit of security without breaking the bank now i'm not saying that the nest outdoor camera is the end all be all because ring definitely makes some competent Cameras. They actually have a new one that works both indoor and outdoor, which is very nice. Ring also makes some really kick ass doorbells. But as someone who, as I said before, is, you know, using the Google ecosystem, I was already kind of into Nest, uh, because of their thermostat. Their thermostat has been a welcome addition in my home. It works well. It saved me a bunch of money year over year that essentially paid for the thermostat. So that's definitely something I wanted to throw out as well. Shifting gears a little bit from Smart Home, I did want, you know, a lot of people ask about what we use for photo and video work here at Rageworks. Um, I use a Canon XA10, which is an old an older camcorder for a long-form video, and if I want to do any sort of uh, event work, but a lot of my photography and a lot of the stuff you see on Instagram is either shot with uh, my iPhone, but lately, especially with the birth of my daughter, I picked up a Canon m 50 uh this is from canon's mirrorless line and man let me tell you um you know it takes 4k video which if you're using a tripod and you know not moving it around too much the 4k video is very good but the 1080p video is top notch you know i shoot a lot of my video in 1080p and the canon m50 has a small footprint uh, a lot of time plus the price is very nice at 599 in most cases but Above all, you can use your existing Canon glass. A lot of people, if you're picking up the M50 now, are you get a free Canon adapter that you can connect your existing legacy Canon glass. I put a, a nifty 50 on my Canon M50, and I've taken some amazing, amazing photos. And like I said, it's, it's easy on the wallet, has an articulating screen it has a microphone jack. So, if you're a vlogger or you want to get into vlogging, uh, the Canon M50 is a nice, nice choice. Um, definitely look on YouTube and check out some of the videos on the Canon M50. Uh, Sean Cannell um, is a, a big supporter of the M50. And, um, you know, he does uh, video influencers. That's his channel. And I think a few others, which I'll link in the show notes for this episode. But,. The Canon M50, like I said, is just small footprint, Canon reliability. You can use any glass, and um, it's really nice, man. Like I said, you can pick up the M50 usually for $5.99, and for the holiday season, a lot of different retailers are including the Canon adapter, so you can use any Canon glass. Obviously, the name of our podcasts are Toys and Tech of the Trade, so let's talk about some toy recommendations Um, one of the big things that a lot of people were really into and asked me a lot about was the infinity gauntlet that I picked up, um, based on obviously the film Avengers infinity war, um, Hasbro released the infinity gauntlet as part of their Marvel legends, uh, props line. Uh, Usually these are collector grade, uh, cosplay type ex uh, accessories that they've released. They've done a couple of different ones. Uh, Thor's hammer Mjolnir they've also done Black Panther's helmet which is really cool Star-Lord's helmet which also has built in Bluetooth to play music which is pretty badass but the Infinity Gauntlet is pretty awesome um, it's not human size it's, it's actually Thanos sized but it's pretty cool it's electronic uh, it has obviously the glowing gems to simulate the film and make sw- makes noise etc But the thing about it that I like the most is that it makes a really cool display piece. Um, You can lock the gauntlet. It has a small switch. You can lock it up in fist mode almost and display it much like it's displayed in the films. One of the things I will say is that they should have included some sort of stand. It would have looked cool just to display it properly and not just throw it on a shelf as best as you can. But the beauty of it is that a lot of retailers had some really good deals on it. Um, I was able to pick up mine from GameStop for a really, really good price. The MSRP usually is ninety nine ninety nine, but if you're smart and you're looking around a couple of different retailers, you might get lucky. Um, if not for the Infinity Gauntlet, I would probably say the other recommendation from Marvel's line is the uh, the Mjolnir, um, which is obviously Thor's hammer. Uh, beautiful replica as well lights up has sounds really really cool piece uh the iron man helmet also is definitely up there uh you can actually wear this iron man helmet it has uh, light up eyes and a bunch of sounds and it's definitely very cool hasbro definitely killed it with um this particular line of collectibles so if you're interested the infinity gauntlet you can find it at most retailers the black panther helmet as well mjolnir captain america shield the star lord helmet those have been out for a bit so those aren't as readily available so definitely check your local retailers and if not ebay is your friend as an 80s baby one of my favorite cartoons growing up was voltron and transformers and g.i joe i own a lot of transformer stuff i own a decent amount of g.i joe stuff not as much But Voltron has definitely been back on my radar, uh, partially because of the Voltron Legendary Defender series on Netflix. As I watched that series, which is now in its final season, one of the things I looked forward to the most was owning my own replica of the Voltron from that series, which was released, um, I would say, last year. And the cool thing about it, obviously, is you can build a large version of the robot shown in the television series and if you're an 80s baby who love voltron it's a obviously the lions aren't die cast but the amount of detailing is very very cool but going one step further um if you're really into the nostalgic side of things um dreamworks released a special classic voltron voltron 84 um well playmates i should say um which was released alongside the Voltron Legendary Defender. Uh the packaging is Voltron 84, but it is the the classic style Voltron with the original lions and it's not very expensive. Each of the the limbs is roughly 19.99. Uh the black lion obviously being the larger lion and more expensive is about 30 bucks, but a lot of companies are selling it as a set. Some are actually Uh, Toys R Us before they went out of business was selling the legendary defender complete with all the lions for a hundred bucks, but both of them, both the 84 and the legendary defender are amazing, amazing pieces. If you're a Voltron fan, so definitely pick those up. Like I said, uh, the legendary defender lions are very cool and you might be able to find them in at your local target or some, some of the other retailers. They've been out for a while, so it may not be as easy. All the Voltron 84, lions though are on uh Amazon and the thing about it is I actually got one of you know I'm trying to complete the 84 set and I actually am part of a secret santa program and I got the green lion uh from my secret santa so I actually have one lion left to get not actually two the red and the yellow to complete Voltron 84 uh hopefully once I complete the set, I can unbox and build the Voltron. Maybe in a YouTube video, I'll share it with you guys uh, and put him alongside the legendary Defender just to see how it looks. So it's, uh, you know, my past and my present uh, meeting for the first time. And I think, um, you know, when, when my daughter grows up, I think that'd be really cool to share with her. Like I said, those are two of my toy recommendations. I'm not going to recommend any Funko Pops because... As someone who's a, a Funko Pop collector, I think it's really gotten out of hand. Um my collection was at about a hundred and twenty-five and I've been scaling back and selling a lot of them just because there there's so many there's so many impulse purchases and it's very, very easy to to get sucked in, especially if you're a fan of multiple things like I am. You're gonna oh, let me pick up this Spider-Man pop, and Spider-Man goes into, oh, let me pick up the Avengers, which turns into, oh, let me pick up Batman, oh, this favorite TV show of mine has pops, let me pick those up, oh, Fit Wrestling, let me pick some of those, and that's, you know, pick up some of those, and the thing about it is, before you know it, you'll just have a bunch of pops all over the place, and don't get me wrong, I love them, I think they're awesome, but it's definitely starting to run its course, and I'm and uh, there's a part of me that feels it may go the Beanie Baby route, and I'm sure a lot of Funko purists will probably give me hell for saying that, but, you know, I'm still a collector. I just think that it's it's gotten out of hand, and the thing about it is that every retailer has their own exclusives now to the point where Walgreens, you know, a pharmacy, has their own retail exclusives for some pops, so uh, definitely no recommendations on the Funko side, but if you're into it, uh, you know, there's probably a pop of your favorite TV show, movie uh, athlete etc out there so definitely check your local retailers for that. Last recommendation on the hardware front is, you know, it's for people that are looking to do videography or maybe they want to just video their kids or maybe they want to launch a YouTube channel. Um I got to tell you, you know, you don't need a $5000 camera. You don't need an $800 DSLR, etc, cetera, etc. Uh, the best piece of content creation hardware is in your pocket, ladies and gentlemen, and that is a cell phone. Uh, most cell phones now shoot, you know, ten eighty P, some even shoot four K, and I mean real good four K, not not crappy, uh, you know, down converted four K, but crisp, clean, beautiful four K. And the thing about it is that it's that it's easy. You just hit record and you're off to the races. But if you want to use your phone, as your, your primary recording device and you want to step it up a little bit, uh, one of the best things you can invest in is a gimbal. Now you're probably asking yourself, why do I need a gimbal? Is just a glorified selfie stick, etc. Um it is and it isn't. As as someone who is trying to you know take video on the fly, sometimes I don't have the M50 or the, the Canon XA 10. Sometimes it's just my phone. But occasionally if I want to do some event work and i don't want to zoom in or just be lugging around a lot of equipment i'll just take you know my 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 iphone and uh, my iphone 8 plus and a gimbal and that's it throw the phone on a gimbal and you can get some beautiful smooth panning shots you can do uh time lapse you can do follow focus there's a bunch of different things you can do with a gimbal uh depending obviously on what software is included as well as what additional software is out there that you can use um, if you're on apple filmic pro is your friend now you're probably saying to yourself all right rich enough with the nonsense what's the recommendation well there's two gimbals that are out there the uh Zayun smooth q4 is a, a wonderful recommendation it has a wheel on the side for focus um just a, a beautiful piece of hardware it's not very big you can throw it in a gym bag you can throw it in a backpack and all you do is throw your camera on there and boom, you're off taking beautiful, smooth, amazing video. Um, The other one is the DJI Osmo Mobile 2. Uh, DJI made a a gimbal previously, and it was definitely up there cost-wise, and as companies like Zhiyun and other companies have been in the mix making lower-priced, capable gimbals, uh, DJI was one to not be left out so they came out with the Osmo Mobile 2, which is very, very nice. Um that one retails for 129. The smooth Q, I've seen it for as low as ninety-nine to as high as one nineteen uh this holiday season. Both of them are really good. You can use them with either iOS or Android. I will say this. Um the Zhiyun software is better on iOS, not as good on Android. Uh, DJI software offerings are really nice, whether you are on Android or iOS. And like I said, you don't have to buy that if you want to just take some, some video or you want to do some vlogging, but it's, it's a nice piece of kit. It won't break the bank. And if you're, you know, maybe you're doing follow, follow focus and you could just throw your camera on a gimbal, set it up. And maybe you're, you want to record a time-lapse of your kid's soccer game or something like that, or You just want something to vlog if you want to get into that or maybe do uh, IGTV or Facebook Live or Instagram Live. Uh, A gimbal will definitely help. It will stop all that shaky video. And like I said, it's not a big piece of hardware. And if you're looking to get into content creation, as I said before, the best piece of hardware is the one that's with you. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your phone. So I think that is going to be the last recommendation. a lot of this stuff I use personally. I'm Well, to be honest, I use all of it <laughs> uh, pretty much. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out, whether it's uh, in the comment sections for this episode, via email, or via social media. I'll answer as many questions as I can. Uh, we're going to be doing the audio review for the mod mic uh, within the next couple of days. We'll be releasing that, as well as a video and written review on RageWorks.net. Uh, Definitely check out the links in the show notes for this episode for any of this stuff. As I said before, some of them will be affiliate links. Any purchases via those links will give us a small commission, which will allow us to either help out our Rageworks network hosts or just make improvements on the Rageworks side of things to give you the best content possible. Toys and Tech of the Trade is our regular podcast, and you can find that bi-weekly on iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, either listed on its own or in the RageWorks network feed, alongside such shows as Call Me When It's Over, Turnbuckle Tabloid, and the regular season sportscast, just to name a few. Um, you can find us on social media at RageWorks on Instagram, Rage underscore on Twitter, and just look for RageWorks on facebook or youtube as well if you have any questions concerns or would like to be a guest on an episode of toys and tech of the trade drop me a line rich at rageworks.net or fill out the contact form on the site all right guys i hope you enjoyed the first rageworks holiday gift guide as always thank you for listening and thank you for your continued support happy holidays uh merry christmas to those that celebrate it and we'll see you next time peace
0: At Metro, you get everything you need to rule your school year. Right now, get a new phone and tablet on us when you switch. Plus, enjoy high-speed data on both devices for just $75 a month. And with one Amazon Prime membership included, you can watch Amazon Originals, movies and shows, stream endless music, and enjoy free shipping. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. With new lines of service after rebate redemption plus sales tax and activation fee. Offer valid for new Amazon Prime members. Amazon Prime has a $12.99 a month cost. Restrictions apply.